Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com No. Oh, I had soda. Oh, well, go to Europe and get your soda. Oh, so I keep getting it. You're closer. You want me to get it? You're already there. Well, I'm closer now. (laughs) I can make Marissa get up and get it. She's not closer. Well, not now. She was. She would have been close enough. So? So I'm saying. Because you said that Marissa got up and got the door because she was closer. That's know? true. She did. So that means if I need a soda, you need to get it. <coughs> She's closer. also nicer. <laughs> that's hardly my problem. Well, that's one reason why I wasn't getting up to get you a soda. I'll just open it over the carpet. No, not the carpet. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to another Achieving Rally, the podcast. Yay! This week we talk about morbid questions. Yeah, that's right. We went on Reddit and I went to the subreddit, Morbid Questions, and we pulled some really weird shit. So enjoy. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye bye. something different for us. We have something different? Well, not completely different. It's similar, but different. Okay, what is it? Morbid questions. Oh, hey, Larry. Hey, Marissa. You look like Larry. Hey, Larry. <laughs> hey, Larry. <laughs> hey, Marissa. <laughs> oh, I said, hey, Larry. Hey, Marissa. I'm looking at Marissa. I've been looking at you. No. <laughs> so we're back on Reddit again. Okay, so it's Reddit. Yes, and it's the subreddit, Morbid Questions. Ah. Interesting. I like these. I'll be the judge of that. I like these because some of them are pretty fucking sick. Uh oh. Oh. And cue music. (laughs) That's all I'm going to be able to put in the show. (laughs) How long would it take to die if you stabbed someone in the heart? There are no answers to this yet. Yet. How long would it take to die if you stabbed someone in the heart? Yes. Well, it depends on how many years in prison you get and without the. No, no, not you, the person you stabbed. Oh. (laughs) How long would it take the person you stabbed in the heart to die? Did you pull the knife out? Um, let's go with no. It might take a little longer than you thought. Okay, so what are we think? What are we not too long? Well, what do we think? Like six minutes, seven it's minutes? Kind of stabs you in the heart? Not even that long. I think it would stop your heart immediately. I mean, you'd get a couple more pumps out, but then it would just stop because it no, this is there's no. A weird I've heard pump. I've heard of people getting things lodged into their heart and they are able to stay alive like, as long as it wasn't removed, like fence posts. Yeah. Maybe on a fence post, but well, you know smaller what I mean. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the spears on a, spe- on a fence. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
The ones that keep bums from climbing over your fence. But no, it's not like for. someone just stabs you in the heart and walked away. Like maybe three that. minutes, maybe. Right you away. think three minutes? Maybe. If they pulled it back out, though, is what you're saying. Yeah. But if they left it in, so what? Yeah, I'm thinking like maybe six minutes. Maybe. If they left it. Maybe. Because there, I know I've seen a YouTube video where there's a dude sitting there and he's got a pair of scissors in his chest. And every time his heart beats, they move. Which I have to turn the channel at that point. It's like, oh, oh creepy. <laughs> what do you think, Marissa? I think instantaneously. You think you just die right away. So you think everything they show you in the movies instantly is just... I think it, you hit a vital. Well, your heart's vital, so we're I'm just, just gonna... saying. Let's say, let, let's say you hit something, an organ plus the heart, or something like that. You're going to be gone, right? No, away. you're I just think... getting stabbed in the heart. I still think you would get because I think if you're it... stabbed in the heart, you still have to bleed out and suffocate. You don't just drop dead. Yeah, you got to bleed you... out because you're going to survive. It's until all the bleeding drain, bleeding. All the all the blood. Apparently, Larry has because he has a reason. I guess <laughs> I've been stabbed that. in the heart. I need to okay. find out. No, oh, it's until the blood drains drains out of your head, until you should be okay. You should be. You're not going to be okay, but you'd be better than you are. You're, like I guess not, if you're laying down, it won't be as bad. You're not going to switch off. It's basically like yeah. It's not just oh. going to be a click in the like the light. It'll oh. be fast though. Yeah. Oh. I mean, now I'm thinking in my head. If you stab someone and pull it back out, it's going fast. Yeah, it's gonna be like a minute. I mean, I know there's medical answers to it, and they've said it's X. But I mean, once that happens, your heart rate's gonna skyrocket, start pumping that shit back out because you're gonna be freaking out. I mean, that's what you're not gonna be sitting they... there calm. But hey, well, it's like you got nicked or you got a full-fledged right dead center bullseye or it, degrees. But well, yeah, but this is just straight on stab like, in the heart. Maybe three minutes. Maybe three minutes? Maybe. I'm thinking maybe a minute, maximum two. And then I'm thinking possibly six if you left it in. Well, how long the scissor guy? Uh, he survived. Right, so the clock's still ticking on that one. <laughs> exactly. Well, then he was in the hospital when you saw it. That was where the Yeah, but he had to get to the hospital. Somebody brought him. I mean, an ambulance brought him. I guess he survived, It was South America. I think it was Brazil or something. Walking through the hospital, and somebody just ran up to me. He was like, what the hell? Thank God I'm in a hospital. Would a human centipede actually work? For a little bit. Because a dude on the end is getting no nutrients. Yeah. Let's said, first answer... The intestines are too efficient. They leave too little nutrients. Not disregarding the obvious sanitary issues. The main issue is that food would not make it to the last person. Right. It says, shall we say, recipient. But I sure did. Mm. And then this other one says, agreed, but by no means am I a nutritionist. But it does seem kind of obvious that the participants would die of malnutrition, if not infections, first. Let's not call them participants. Let's call them... uh recruits because nobody nobody's people people didn't volunteer for this job no they're not participating they are reluctant at best this one person says possibly you know how your body just quote expels extra nutrients when you take in too much of one thing or not now if you had somebody running around like injecting nutrients into each of the people it could last a lot longer but yeah I'm, I'm but no if you just left them to their own devices I mean the only person that's going to survive is the first one because he's the only one actually truly getting the food the second one might be okay for a little bit but after that I think there's nothing left 
Oh, yeah. And so three and on would just die of malnutrition and... Um, and two eventually. Yeah, and two eventually. But I also think they would die of uh, dehydration and just nasty, yeah, I, nasty infections. Oh, yeah. I think. Oh, here's a good one. If you were a killer, serial killer, would you collect trophies and what kind? That's part of the serial killer thing. You collect trophies to relive the experience. It's part of the psychology. Yeah. Now, if you were smart about it, you would resist that temptation because that's how they catch a lot of them. Well, there are, there are some. That's how they convict a lot of them. There you go. There are some. All they take is pictures. Pictures count as evidence? It does count as evidence, <laughs> but it's not an actual, I mean, it is a trophy, but it's not like, this person says, as in eyes, teeth, or a slate of blood like Dexter. I thought that part was actually kind of funny. So if I was a serial killer, my answer would probably be different. But since I'm not, as far as you know, I am going to say no. I don't want to get caught. All right. Well, now you've been caught. Well, no, I hadn't been caught. Uh, I hadn't put the show out. This, this person says, I feel like eyes would probably be most efficient. Sure, brain is where the memories are stored, but those eyes have seen everything in that person's life. From this person's put too much thought into it. Yeah, birth till death, and that's something you can't get back. Yeah, that's a little much. You've been thinking about this a little too hard. I mean, even with all the murder I watch and serial killers and everything I watch on TV and YouTube and everything. On, that's on TV and YouTube. It's not like you're doing a ride-along. No, I'm talking about the uh, biographies and whatnot on them. I, well, first of all, since I can put a lot of thought into it, it doesn't take me very much time. I wouldn't take the eyes because they'd be the hardest thing to get out of your head. No, because, the brain would be harder. Well, the brain would be Well, I wouldn't take a brain because I'm not going to crack the skull. But I'm talking like if I'm just grabbing a trophy... I wouldn't take eyes or teeth because those are almost impossible to get out of the head. Unless, of course, part of me killing a person was to bash their face in and then some teeth are going to be loose, so that'd be easy. Honestly, I'd probably just do pictures. Pictures or a shoe. Well, if this what about was, you, Marissa? What would you do if you were well, This is the early 90s. I'd just take their AOL disc. Yeah, no one would know then. Hey, you found him with 22 AOL discs. i got 15 in my <laughs> on my kitchen counter right now. I just that's, threw, not, that's not evidence. I just threw a carton away. What would you keep as a trophy after you murdered someone? I'm asking, we're asking the nicest person. My happy fond memories. Yeah. Oh no, um, wow. I've never thought of that because I don't see myself killing anybody. But if I was a serial killer, the thing is that I wouldn't want to be caught. So I don't want to keep any trophies because I know if I did, I would get caught. No, that's how you would get convicted. Well, I'm getting convicted. Keeping the trophy doesn't necessarily mean you'll get caught, because that's something you take away. Now they'll notice that some, they might notice that something's missing. I think you got to you got to pick something. They're not going to say, "Oh, her, this is that missing her." Yeah, you wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't say like somebody on here said teeth, but you're going to notice the tooth mm-hmm. is missing. Yeah. Um, and even if not, even if you killed them, you'd have to wait like two hours before you could pull that tooth so that the blame the blame oh they is me. The blood would drain enough to where you could pull it without it still bleeding. Yeah, but what I'm saying is Which that is I, would, I wouldn't want a trophy of my victim because even if, I mean, I could slip up, let's say, and they, they end up finding where I live. And I have all this, you know, room left. So but that's just going to get you convicted, I'm, I'm not get, caught. I'm, I'm you've already, you just admitted you know you've slipped I mean? up, so you've already been caught. Yeah, that's not, that's what I'm saying. Why this would, is just why would I, why would I do that? Even with pictures, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's evidence, but you could also get rid of that by burning, burning them. You know, that's the only thing I can yeah. see. You know, unless or, they're digital. Oh well, yeah. you can still do it. You can just burn the disc they're on. 
Yeah, Unless they're I mean, in the cloud, then you're fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if, if, they, if it's on your phone, there's a good chance they're in the cloud somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the only thing is that I wouldn't want to put. Yeah, this like, on you have to take something innocuous like a chapstick or something, so that people like if they said, "Well, this is what we found on them," they're like, "Oh, her cell phone's missing, or her or this is missing, that." Missing. Oh, I would never take yeah, a cell phone because the second you, know, you turn that on, boom, traced. You know, it's like no, that's the only thing. I mean, you gotta make sure it's something that somebody looking at the contents of you know, their pockets or purse or whatever they have. It doesn't automatically register. Hey, this is missing. It's like chapstick is a choice, or yeah, I could see something like yeah, that maybe a chapstick because somebody's know. not going to realize. Even if the person knows them real well, it's like, oh, she always has her chapstick. Well, she could have left it in the car or at home, yeah, or, yeah, exactly. or ran out, yeah, she and was on her way to go get yeah, more chapstick. Been, exactly, that's all I think. And it depends on if you're abducting them from somewhere or if you're breaking into their home or whatnot. Well, but then you have a chance of leaving behind hair and fingerprints. Well, you have that anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. still leave evidence on them. True. We're not talking about what you're leaving, we're talking about what you're taking. Right. Right. So if you're in their home, I mean, you could be anything as long as it's not. As long as it's not something that everybody sees. But then again, it could be. Because there's a lot of things you can hide things in plain sight. But then again, if you're a serial killer, you're probably going to want something of meaning or value. But if the person always wears a necklace, don't take that. Because that's going to instantly tip them off that it was taken. No, I'm just going to get an airbrush t shirt that says, I murdered such and such. Just like you used to do on Spring Break. There you go. <laughs> spring Break, 87. Spring Break Murder. This guy all these airbrush t-shirts. says, Victim 21, Victim 22. <laughs> when I want to relive it, I just wear my shirt. Look at myself in the mirror. Oh. Little airbrush depiction of how I killed him. Yeah, a little, little, little stick figure depiction. Oh, my God. But I had the victim's blood mixed in with the airbrush. <laughs> there you go. Hey, there you oh, go. But see, that you took the blood. See, they can't prove that you did that because there's a lot of it. Now, granted, they can prove it if you have if you have some of their blood. No, no, I mean in that case, yes, but they can't just look at the body and go, "There's blood missing." Oh yeah, yeah, they can't. (laughs) They can't prove that you took a vial of blood. No, no, right, right. Unless they found the blood. Unless they found the blood. And and why would they do DNA testing on your airbrush shirt? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Unless they found the airbrush artist who made it and said, "Was there anything weird about him?" Yeah, you had me put blood in the paint. Oh, we should test the paint. But I mean, so actually, blood would work because. Then you can put it in a little vial. And now, if they find the name of the day on it, well, you're you, fu- well, it doesn't matter. Even if they find you with the shirts, you're kind of fucked. No, I mean, if they find you when you have vials of blood everywhere, then yeah, yeah, you're fucked. I mean, even if it's not even related to your serious crimes, somebody comes to find your stash of blood vials, they're gonna ask questions. Well, if you make the house up to look like you're a vampire, they might just think you're a weirdo. That's not gonna get you off the suspect list. True, but it'll at least put you lower down because they've already talked to you and you came in dressed as a vampire and did, and now, answered everything like a vampire. Now, if you're a phlebotomist... I'm here. If you're a phlebotomist, you might can get away with having blood vials. A phlebotomist vampire. I think you should just be arrested anyway. A vamplotomist. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I wouldn't do with that blood, though, is don't put it, don't get a little vial and say, you know, I need to wear his necklace, then that would really give you a... a no, that would just, that would just make you... Um, Unless, you know, you had like a, it was not transparent. It would make you a weirdo. It's just like a little non-transparent vial, and you put a drop from each victim in it. But then it would all mix, well, that would be good, because then it would all mix together, and, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't be able to get a DNA strand out of it. <clears throat> and people wouldn't automatically know that's a vial of blood you're carrying around on your True, person. you could do one of those old school perfume bottles that you can hang on your neck. Well, if it's a, the, just a little cylindrical thing that's yeah. not... Yeah, or even can, a little silver cylindrical... You can't see what's in it. Thingamadoodle. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, everybody. So if you're going to be a, a serial killer, buy yourself a little cylinder, cylindrical silver cylinder that's hollow, has a cap to it. And make preferably, yeah. yeah, and make sure that you have a uh, a eyedropper at all times, just in case you want to murder somebody. Or maybe you should just kill people with eyedroppers. That'd be difficult. Sneak up behind them with the eyedropper, push out some blood, and put it in the thing. Turkey baster. Yeah. All new meaning for Thanksgiving. <laughs> the Thanksgiving killer. There you go. Oh boy. Then they leave their victim to bleed that way, run away, and then fall asleep part way away. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of tryptophan in the turkey baster. They stab the person, squish the tryptophan into them, pull out some blood. Yeah. All right, now if this happens by any means, um, I have an alibi, first off. And second off, <laughs> and second off when you do write your book, we get 15% of all <laughs> yes, gross yeah. money made on it, not, not net. No, not net. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Well, speaking of gross, oh, that's what we were doing. If someone were to be put in a meat grinder feet first, Aww. this actually is in a movie, in a horror film. It's been a lot of things. Else. How long would it take for them to die? To die? Uh, to die. Probably, well, it depends on how fast the thing moves. Is it an industrial meat grinder? Or am I putting it, you in it, one minute it'd have to be. at a time? It'd have to be. I guess so, yeah. It's not going to get an attachment on your <laughs> mixer and feed some body your, your, through it. Your big KitchenAid mixer? You have to cut them up first and then feed them through. So they would have died before you put them in the meat grinder. So well, the thing is, I mean, they're going to go into shock by the time it gets to their ankles or knees. Yeah. So they're practically dead at that point. Well, here's this. Um, that's going to be massive blood loss because that, that well, hold, runs to your base. Yeah, hold on. The first answer says, honestly... Not long. Once you hit a key artery such as the tibial, let alone the femoral, it's a matter of minutes before they bleed to death anyways. Given the power of gravity and the pumping of the heart, because you'd be really freaking out at that point, the amount of blood from a knit femoral artery doesn't give you a lot of time. Hit the femoral artery hard enough and the initial blood pressure drop will likely make you pass out and the amount of blood will lead to bleed out in less than a minute. So there you go. Wow. Chris is like, I, I don't think I want to eat tonight. <laughs> Me, I'm thinking, ooh, ribs. <laughs> mm, maybe you and Larry can eat. I think I might. Uh, I'm just have having a salad. I'm just salad. I might be with you on that one if you eat a salad, okay? This guy was asked the same about a day ago. This other person uh, about a wood chipper. You live about 30 seconds because the wood chipper is and you're done. Oh, yeah. The second part of that question was also, would they feel it a lot or just pass out? They feel it a lot and then pass out. Yeah, you'd feel it a lot and then pass out. Or go in a shop. Or both. That's uh, a lot of pressure to put on somebody and fit into a meat grinder, Larry. But to feel it a lot and then they pass out? feel it a lot and they got to go in a shop and pass out. They don't have a lot of time left, Larry. Give them a break. Okay. They do that in the exterminator, right? Look at the exterminator. He takes that so. guy in a meat grinder. I think so. Ooh, here's a gross one. Now we're doing a movie podcast. Name all the movies where someone gets spent. Wood and eyeball. Tucker and Dale. Wood chipper. Well, that's a wood chipper, not a meat cracker. Well, did you say wood chipper too? But that was a response to the other thing. I'm just saying. I gave you one of each. What? Thank you. Most mob movies, at some point in time, they're going to feed somebody through a wood chipper. But probably not alive. Not necessarily. No, it's all that screaming and stuff. And it doesn't yeah, make but you're a, out in the middle of the pine barrens. Who make, cares? No, it doesn't make a bit of difference at that point. Yeah, true. You do the gruesome death to send a message to other people, but if there's no one else around us, know that he was alive and he went to the wood chipper. I was just feeding to the wood chipper dead. Yeah, that way true. you don't have to deal with the screaming and whining on the way to the wood chipper. 
Yeah. They're practical people, these mafioso types. Some they, of them. And they don't get off on people screaming and yelling while trying to drive down the road. Would an eyeball mush in, like, back to the brain, or would it pop out of the socket using... Wait. That doesn't make any sense. Would an eyeball, <laughs> Would an eyeball mush in, or would it pop out of the socket if you were using your thumbs to mush them in? Well, they'd mush in. Uh, if you're okay, that what they teach you to do, like in self-defense, is that you put your thumbs like right here, like in the corner, the inside corner of the eye. And yeah. Push in. Yeah. There's a possibility that your thumbs you could, could go in, and the eyeballs would come out. Right on either side of your eyeball. Either side of your thumb. I mean, yeah. Well, we're on. Take four. No, stop it. Um, I, yeah, but if you're doing it like you see in like. The kung fu movies and stuff. Where you're pushing straight in on the eye. They're just going to straight in. If you're pushing directly on the eyeball. But if you're pushing here in the corner, you you can... Want some hardball egg and run No, I'm good. Peeled grapes? I'm good. Small onions? So not a Caesar salad. (laughs) (laughs) Caesar salad without the egg. I'm good. Well, wait till the next question. (laughs) If you took enough lettuce and... (laughs) I'll be like, oh, Really? I don't want to cereal. <laughs> That's the third question. Oh, no. Shoot, man. So, uh, yeah. I mean, questions do we get to oatmeal? <laughs> <laughs> soup? Um, you can drown in soup. Oh. Uh, you can drown in any fluid. Yeah, but you can drown in soup faster. Faster than, say, turpentine? Yeah. Because you just pass out from the fumes of turpentine. You'd drown faster. But you'd be passed out. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> At least the soup you have a chance of eating your way out. <laughs> Damn, oh, I hate this soup. <laughs> damn, already opened another can. You finished this bowl. All I got is beans left. We'll take the empty can and put water in it. <laughs> Never really soup then, would it? <laughs> take that Try to prove a point. And dump the soup out so you Larry can get Larry said faster in soup than water. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and try. We'll get the fill a bathtub uh, with water and fill a bowl of soup and then get a bowl of turpentine and see which one you drown faster in. You're going to need at least three people to figure this out. And then when you're done, you got to figure out what you're going to keep as a trophy. Larry's comments do not reflect the management of pop culture architects. (laughs) So I'm going with would probably mush in because they have more of a chance to mush then pop out only because of the muscles that keep it intact or in, attached. Well, the idea was that they would let you go and you get away. <laughs> yeah, but it says here, will it mush in or pop out? So th- it's not, idea is not how it would be. They're not giving us context. Of course not. They're just morbid questions. They're not morbid stories. I have that one too, but I'm not reading that one. Yet. Yeah. Oh, well, that's terrible. I'm not even going to read that one. Wait, terrible in what way? Dog fighting. Oh, that's too far. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Turkey baser school, trip defense, stabbing people in the alleyways is okay, but dog fighting is not. No, it's not. not. Cool. You don't make dogs fight. If you want to kill another person, that's that's free choice. Making no. dogs fight is not a free choice. No. You're forcing the dogs to fight. I mean, if I'm going to fill a turkey baser with trip defense and stab someone in an alleyway with it, I chose to do that. The person getting stabbed didn't choose that. Well, they should have been in on it. It's cruel and horrible, too. <laughs> Not as cruel and horrible as dogs fighting. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, 
Yeah, serial killing's probably in the same league as dogfighting, if not in a league above. <laughs> no, I just think a, dog, just a, I think dogfighting's worse. Just to add some context to this whole situation. Yeah, hmm. I don't understand why my my idea is not right. Which idea? The whole dogfighting being worse than, than serial, serial killing? killing. Yeah. Because serial killing is bad too. Well, it's bad, but dogfighting's worse. You're taking two animals that have nothing but love in their heart and making them kill each other for no reason whatsoever. And you're jumping out of a shadow in a dark alleyway to, to murder some perfectly innocent person. But, I, but that's okay. because That's okay because I don't have love in my heart. But that's okay because I'm into it. It doesn't matter if they're into it. <laughs> right. It's not my fault. They're not, they're I didn't like them. I like the dog. But, yeah. But, but killing people is not a good thing. It's, it's bad, Larry. <laughs> yeah, killing people is not We good. shouldn't have to explain this. Well, I think my idea is still better. It's, I mean, it's, I'm not it's at least as bad. I mean, I'm yes. not worse. I'm, I'm not. No, it's not worse. It's not, a, no, no, it's at least as bad, if not worse, than dogfighting. No, dogfighting is worse. Serial but killing I'll, is bad. It's, it's, it's you, high up there on the list. I will give you that. I will give you it's high up there on the list. But it's I wider than flat earthers. No, that's just stupid. That goes back to no. No, no because they're questions. encouraging other people to think that way, and that's really just that's like downfall of society stuff. <laughs> That's like dogfighting. <laughs> uh, how come some people die after taking drugs once, but others take them for years and are still alive? That's how much you took and when and, and what you took. There you go. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. That, that's it, everybody. I mean, like, it's your first time doing it. It's like, oh, hand me that heroin. No, yeah. give me two. I'll just do two. <laughs> I haven't eaten all day. <laughs> I need a pick-me-up. You know? That's pretty much it. It's... Where, when, and how why, much. and how much. And your body chemistry. Well, yeah. Well, not necessarily. I mean, you do an eight ball and it kills you right away, but you've been smoking weed for 40 years, you still might die from the eight ball. Well, that's a lot. What, 40 years of smoking weed? No, doing an eight ball. Oh. Like, now. That's a lot. I don't want to do an eight ball right now. Klaus might be into it, though. I'm just saying, don't do that. Fine. Can I still kill someone Please. with a turkey baster full of tryptophan? No. No. Can I fight a dog? No. Depends on the dog. Barky. No. No. The one that has a chance of winning. Sebastian. Mm, you might be surprised that I have to clean up Larry all off my floor. If you were to skin your lips and then... If the dog s- has an equal chance of winning, as Larry does, yeah, sure, go for it. If, if the dog's into it. <laughs> what if I shot with a syringe full of tryptophan and spring out of a dark corner? Mm, then we have to give the dog an edge, too. Dog has edge. Dog has teeth. You have teeth. I don't bite people with my teeth. You stab them with turkey basters? <laughs> That's not biting with my teeth. Just as bad. No, biting with your teeth hurts worse. And there's more crap in your mouth. <laughs> I don't know where that trip to penny, man. <laughs> in a turkey. <laughs> if, if you were to skin your lips and then sew them back together, would your lip skin grow together so you couldn't open your mouth? What? <laughs> This is like some of these questions are literally just to see the, the face on Marissa. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Would it grow back at all? It might. I mean, you're just taking the outer skin, you know, just enough. I don't think this. <laughs> you know, doing that and then you know sewing your lips together, it might. It might not though, because it might just reglow on the lips. I don't know. And then you'd be just sitting there with. Sewn together face. Would it just be easier to super glue them together and be done with it? Yeah, you're know. looking for results. That'll do it. <laughs> it'll be kind of backwards though, because eventually you'll want to eat something and you'll have to open your mouth and then you'll skin your lips. <laughs> True. 
Yeah, there's just a lot of really anime answers and horror movie answers and things like and that. And this is a doctor answer on that one. I don't care. I'm thinking it's a maybe. I'm going to give it a maybe. I'll give it a maybe. Matters how badly you skinned your lips back, because then it would be a different story. Because then it would be, you know, really raw. I mean, if it was just like, well, I mean, it's like if you did that to your hand and your forehead, and you sewed your hand to your forehead, would they grow together? If you flayed your hand and flayed your forehead, maybe. But this was just skinning them, and that's, that's not that, really the same as flaying. It's, it's, the skin grows a certain way for a reason. I mean, true. There are like blueprints and stuff. It's not like it just grows wherever it wants to. So I don't know. Maybe. How hard would it be? For a hydraulic press to squish a human body. Not hard at all. Not hard at all. Haven't you watched those videos? Watch the hydraulic press channels. That guy... He squishes everything. squishes everything through a little tiny hole. Yeah. Like the ones where he does with Play-Doh and stuff. He put like a big mass of Play-Doh into an extruder. And like holes all over it. And the press hits it. And just big streams of Play-Doh. Maybe the same thing with the body. Probably. I mean, the bones would clog up the holes. No, you don't think so? Nope. <laughs> nope. Those hydraulic presses mean business. Hmm. Can you be conscious if beheaded? Well, that's been proven. Yeah. Your head stays conscious for seconds. No, actually, I think the longest was two minutes? A minute? I don't know there's alive, but there again, you're going to go into shock after that traumatic thing happens. True. And you're not getting any fresh oxygen, et cetera, et cetera. So alive, maybe. Cognizant, probably not. Well, there's this. There was a scientist who was sentenced to death. In his last experiment, he asked his assistant to count the number of times he would blink after being beheaded. The assistant counted 15 to 20 blinks after the head was severed, the blinks coming at intervals of about one second. So that means he had to at least be conscious, because to, to do that, you got, that's a conscious reaction. Yeah, but if you cut anything's head off, it may sit there and blink. That might not have been a good... Man, that's true. He may should have tried to mouth words or something. Yeah. All right, so there you go. You have a funny one to end on? No, they're morbid questions. There's no funny ones in there. So there you go. And we should start monitoring his Reddit time. Uh, gross, morbid questions. So uh, cue gross, morbid music. Go ahead and let you hit, do it, because I'm not very interested in trying those. Why not? Um, when people find out what they are, they'll know exactly why not. So we're going to skip our normal introduction. This hey. is this is a... There is a... Hello. This is a Larry... Hey, guys. This is a... <laughs> a Larry found this... I'm give him a stare now, because he won't say hello. <laughs> this is Larry found this at... Hey, Marissa, hello. <laughs> hello. At... Rocket Fizz. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Larry found something at Rocket Fizz. Okay. And said, ooh, I gotta get that for the show. <laughs> These are blue raspberry flavored ghost pepper hard candies. Questioning humanity as we speak. Wow, there's a lot of calories in one. How <laughs> many calories in one? Oh, they're saying this entire thing is a serving. How many calories? 25. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, 150. Okay, that's not a lot of calories for candy, there, Larry. Yeah. Oh, so, so, is there like there's, one candy in there? No, it's a bunch of. It's like nerds, but big. 
Oh, they're kind of, they're kind of weird looking. The rock candy. Mm. It's like plasticky looking kind of thing. Yeah. They look kind of, well, they look like broken Jolly Ranchers, except that one looks like a teardrop. Which is probably what I'm going to be doing after I try it. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a candy, so it's they're True. probably not going to, they're not probably going to overload it, but still, it's blue. It's, so, it's from Flamethrower Candy That's Company. flavors. It's, you can find them on the interwebs at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Flamethrower Candy Company. Flamethrower Candy. <laughs> Blue Raspberry Ghost Pepper Hard Candy. So. Maybe Ghost Pepper is just the name of the company. <laughs> no, it's Flamethrower. I wish I had one of those little thermometer things. Infrared thermometer, you read it at a distance. Oh, yeah. I wish somebody eats something really spicy. I can make. Ooh, there was a little hit of, hit of spice. It's still mostly just Blue Raspberry. Can I try? No. There's another teardrop for you. No. <laughs> I see that. Ooh. It's like it's like jolts of electricity. <laughs> you know, like you know. No. Yeah, you do. Like it, like one of those tens, th- those things that you know, those workout machines that you strap <laughs> on. It's one of those. It's like you just get a. It's like hot, uh, hot, uh, but it goes away. Real quick. So it has like little microscopic bits of spicy in it. I'm thinking so. It comes out of the candy and zaps you a little bit. Yeah, it, it's like somebody took a look at tiny little pins just going doink, just real fast. I get that too, actually. See? No one said you were a lot. <laughs> but yeah, I was expecting it to be a lot hotter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely, you know, here and there, but it's not like, here's a little blue raspberry and you're fucked. <laughs> In my mind, this is a bad combination. But blue raspberry? Well, blue raspberry, I don't care for that flavor profile. But I mean, uh, candy and ghost pepper? The blue raspberry and ghost pepper. Oh, they're not bad. They taste pretty good. I mean, I wouldn't just <laughs> the whole bag <laughs> like they're saying to do, but... Oh, that's what they tell you to do? This is one serving. Yeah, not that price. Well, yeah. Well, that's mm. because it's rock and fizz. I wouldn't do that either. Probably have to have like milk or something afterwards if I had a whole bag like that. I don't know. I don't think this would set your head ablaze like, so. like you think it would. I mean, they're tasty. I like blue raspberry, so I got that going for me. I mean, you had one, so yeah. anything? I mean... The tip of my tongue is hotter than the rest of it. And that's it. No. But that's also because I've been keeping it at the front of my mouth. That's after mercy. <laughs> no, I mean, my, Bitch. my tongue is... Let's talk about mercy that way. I would never do that. My tongue is a little spicy from this, but Ooh. I know. But but again, I kept I, I kind of kept this in the front of my mouth just to see you know how it would be. But it's actually not bad. All right, so there you go. Ghost pepper hard candy. It's it's good, but it's not burn your dick off hot. So cue music. There you have it. Another Achieving Rally, the podcast done and done. Yeah, some of those questions were a little... Eh. But, you know, that's why we did them. Because morbid questions. All right. So, for Chris, Marissa, in parentheses, Harvey, and the rest of the crew, I'm Larry saying, give us a holler and, you know, give us a topic. And maybe we'll even talk about it. See you real soon. Bye-bye now. Take care. Bye. Glug, 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 glug.
would an eyeball mush like in what would what, what, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. you can't speak I'm sorry my uh, CD is skipping take two hey there listeners Larry here this is your first time listening then hey how's it going you're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us I can help you find us some more You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot, and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all. When an eyeball... Take three. (laughs)